Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What'd you just spray on your face? James Trump supporter Mario Badescu. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Mm. Oh, I feel refreshed. Mm. I didn't know Mario Badescu was a Trump supporter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, anybody with a name like that. Mamma mia. Mario Badescu. I'm Mario from, Badescu. I'm from the Sun House of Badescu. I'm from a Long Island. How come we don't have a segregation anymore? <laughs> wow, girl, the kind of the entire year has been leading up to this. Ever since we first got those set photos of Lady Gaga and Adam Driver in the, the snow. The resort. In the snow. We have been waiting to talk about Father-Son House of Gucci. And today we are doing that with the perfect person to talk about Truly it perfect. A, a, a Gaga scholar. A, a movie critic if you will. Of Hun- which we are not. Yes. Hunter Harris is here to talk about House of Gucci with us. Also... I will say that, yes, I know this podcast is about us looking at yesterday's pop culture and giving it today's takes, but this podcast is also about popping your cherry, about parts of pop culture that you haven't experienced yet, and none of the three of us, Fran, Hunter, or I, have seen House of Gucci, so we are experiencing it for the first time along with all of you. So today, we are losing our virginity with 
Lady Gaga in her sex scene with Adam Driver. Yeah, just about the sex scene. Just 45 minutes we're going to talk about that sex scene, Rose. Yes. (laughs) Honestly. But before we get to that, we're going to, you know, do some foreplay with the news of the week. Talk about what's going on in pop culture. So, as I said, this is Like a Virgin. I'm Rose Damu. And I'm Fran Toronto. Let's get into it. The big thing that I've been dealing with for for the past week is just a lot of online shopping. It's like become very toxic at this point. I honestly, I I, I thought I was so alone in what is a a morbid, if not disgusting, addiction to shopping. Um, uh, for myself. Oh no, we are together. Yeah. On that well, uh, when we started to become friends years ago, it really came, it became quite clear very quickly that you are just as sick in the head as I am. Well, you know, I'm a Taurus rising and I do like to fill like the black pit of emptiness inside me with things. I will also say, I mean, not to blow up our spot, but like we worked in queer media for a very long time, which is to say we were extremely underpaid for our jobs for an extremely long time and have only ever operated under scarcity mentality. So when you and I, for the first time in our lives, have just a little bit of expendable income, all of a sudden, any Instagram, I become the target demographic for literally any product. Oh my God, I'm so susceptible. (laughs) And And like, sometimes when I like send people things that I want to buy, what I want is for them to talk me out of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you came to the wrong, <laughs> the wrong girl. The wrong girl. Because all you're going to do is say, oh, yeah, that's cute. Like, why don't you get this, too? Why don't you get this more expensive version of that? I do, I do sometimes say, like, no, that's ugly. No, it's the wrong color. It's the wrong pattern. Some, I am ethical but fair. Um, but I, 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 I do feel, for the most part, if you text me some shopping link, I'm going to tell you to buy it. Yeah. I mean, and Black Friday was like very dark this year because mm. Black Friday was the day that Stephen Sondheim died. Ugh. And I was actually at the mall in, in Florida oh when I gosh, found Rose. out, like walking through Nordstrom, looked down and gasped when I saw that Stephen Sondheim had passed away. I think it's important context for the virgins as well that like, obviously we're always sad when like, cultural behemoths like pass away but Sondheim is specifically so one of your people oh like so important to to me as a like theater kid Mm. um who grew up loving musical theater um you know some of my favorite musicals are Stephen Sondheim musicals um I guess like as sad as I've been it also has been very comforting just to see someone pass away, but to know like that they lived such a full life and the way that Stephen Sondheim did and the way that he contributed to culture. Mm. I mean, he is, I do think without hyperbole, the greatest, most prolific queer artist of our lifetime. Like and we we don't that's the other thing is like his style of, like, how he created his own work has influenced, like, an entire, like, genre of musical theater. Like, an enti- other and, musicals and an sound entire, like Yeah, and an entire, gener- like, multiple generations of creators. He fundamentally changed the landscape of American musical theater. And, you know, when we had the Hot Topic conversation, and I couldn't think of my favorite Tim Burton movie, 
It actually really was Sweeney Todd. And that was obviously in no small part to, like, how gorgeous the music is. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Sweeney Todd is, I I don't think it's a great movie. Wow. I haven't rewatched, so. But it's an incredible musical. An incredible musical. I think I snuck, I actually took a bunch of my cousins and we snuck into the theater to go see that. And I think I told my parents we were seeing, like, National Treasure 2 or something like that. (laughs) Um, I love Stephen Sondheim. And... I am sad that now my, my my friend Ryan said like uh, that he was sad that we'll never get to go to Stephen Sondheim's sex dungeon, which was like <laughs> rumored to be a thing. Wait, no, was it really? Yeah, there's been so much TV coming out recently, oh and God. I was very excited that Gossip Girl came out. It is tis the damn season for Gossip Girl. Like it was just Thanksgiving, and one of the only things that I have to watch every year on Thanksgiving is the Gossip Girl Thanksgiving episode, Blair Waldorf Must Pie. And I have never actually seen the OG Gossip Girl. I think I watched the first episode. Um, We obviously will be doing an episode of the podcast on the OG Gossip Girl. Well, my former roommate was in this batch of episodes. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, my my old roommate and friend Cole Doman um, was in the third of the recent drop of episodes. He plays the, like, demon twink that um, Aki goes on a date with. Oh my god. Named Rex. And he was perfect. This reboot specifically really does champion, if not encourage, demon twink behavior. And that I think is maybe one of like the things that is like most disturbing to me about this reboot, even though I can't take my eyes off of it. What do you love about um, it? Um, you know, it's it's Gossip Girl, it's the drama, it's you know the, the new the new Oh, the soundtrack. And this this current crop of episodes. Definitely had some good needle drops. There was a Taylor song. There Bunny was is a, a writer. Bunny is a writer. There's an Olivia Rodrigo Trado, song. Your, your favorite, Trader. Love Trader. Um, I do kind of need, at some point, for the minion of Ugh. Julian, the, of the... Zion and the Zion. I, I need her to have, like, a, her her own identity these, and storyline. Both of these characters need wants and needs. They yeah. Need, they need desires they, and like, things they in the world. They only, like, exist in proximity of, to the other characters. And, like, when one of them is a black girl and the other is trans. Yeah. And, like, to have them have no, like, n- no identity. Like, we know nothing about them. I totally agree. It's very, like, Flotsam and Jetsam, Pain and Panic and Hercules. Like, the two cronies, just, like, the lackeys. Which is, like, which is part of the Gossip Girl legacy. Like, you know, Blair in the original had Minions, which I think she literally called Minions. No And they, like, did not really have identities and, like, only existed to serve her. But I would hope that in Gossip Girl 2.0, like, Flesh out those characters a little. I want to know more about their interior lives. I will say that in the trailer for the the next batch of episodes, Zion like was kissing someone. No so maybe way. we'll see a character arc. Ooh, okay, we'll see. Ready Stay tuned. Um, I I also have to say something that I very much so appreciated about this latest uh, uh, drop of episodes was a a very necessary um, cultural critique on. Uh, SantaCon, which is the worst thing that New York City does in, like, the history of New York. It is a stain on the legacy of New York. I did appreciate that because I don't think there's another... Of like TV show that has that, that has portrayed. dealt with SantaCon like that and how horrible it is. Did, should we describe for people that don't know what SantaCon is? Like what? Like what is it? SantaCon, I don't even actually know what it is. SantaCon is when the inhabitants of Murray Hill and Williamsburg 
Dress up in Santa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dress up in Santa outfits and do a bar crawl around New York City. If they're not in Murray Hill, they're Fidei guys. It's yeah. like very Fidei, bro-y. It's like cis culture. It's heterosexual culture. It's, it's an excuse to day drink outside wearing Santa costumes. And I have seen, with my own eyes, Santas stripping on the streets. I've seen many Santas. I've seen at least two Santas barf. Like, on the street, in, like, lower Manhattan. I have seen some Santas do disgusting things. And I cannot believe that it still exists as a cultural object. I definitely have before, like, been on Grindr during SantaCon and had someone hit me up and, like, say they were at SantaCon. And I've had to have that moment of checking in with myself saying... Am I about to invite someone in a Santa costume over to my apartment? And did you? And possibly engage in some kind of Santa role play. And I never have. Oh. And honestly, I'm kind of sad that that's an experience I've missed. I absolutely would have. I absolutely would have. But I would and have maybe, done it. Maybe for... one day I will. Yeah. Who? Who? You know, one day. Who one knows? Day. Uh, what else have you been watching recently? I watched um the Janet doc. The so the New York Times did the Britney doc that everyone was talking about this year that, you know, whatever, very, I thought it was like an okay documentary, but maybe they were like the first to really consolidate all of these things that had happened to Britney in a, in a place where everyone was going to watch it. Um, but they did a new one with basically the same conceit for Janet Jackson and what happened to her at the Super Bowl. And when, when Justin Timberlake e- exposed her at the Super Bowl. Sexually assaulted her on stage, basically. And then she was, like, beyond the height of her career, a legend, a, like, completely, a complete mononym as a pop star. And then all of a sudden her career came to a screeching halt because of that moment. And, you know, I thought I was going to go into it being like, oh, this is just going to make me mad all over again. But I actually felt it was pretty well reported and... I really appreciate it. And Jenna Wortham, who does Still Processing, is like a friend of mine. And she was in the documentary. And she everything she said was so amazing. Um, and I also love that they included women and their opinions in this documentary. Because the Britney doc, like, all they had was that evil lawyer. And then those, like, two bloggers that were kind of, like, I guess the comedic relief of the documentary. And so with this one, I, I, I felt like they maybe honestly solved for that and like the sources were overwhelmingly women which i appreciated however i really wish that they had angled the story a little more on janet like the the way that the sources were arced was really more about the buildup leading up to the super bowl and how it was already an extremely high stakes environment involving the culture wars of that era and like religious fanatics basically really really trying to crack down on what is on broadcast television and and then you have Janet who is a woman who is sexually liberated and like society doesn't know what to do with that and so obviously there was it was an explosive moment but all in all i felt like satiated that it is a conversation we should continue to have about Janet and who she was and like what she still can contribute to what we're doing culturally. And I really hope that the gays listening to this are going to rally around Janet the way you're rallying around Brittany. Obviously, not to conflate the two, obviously completely different situations. But I would just hope that culturally we understand like what Janet has done and continues to do. Um, were you ever a Janet, a Janet stan? I, I do like Janet. I really like um, 
when I was in college was right when Discipline came out, um, that which has feedback on it. Amazing song. Um, did you see that Grimes has made her return to social media? Yeah, it's 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 you know on on the day that we're recording this podcast, really only in its seminal f- uh, kind of phase. But I feel like this is going to be a beat we will continue to report. Grimes on. watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. So what did she say? I actually, didn't actually. She see came. What she she said. came back to to TikTok and was like talking about how she's traumatized from being so in the public spotlight and mm. how she now wants to start using her platform to have like radically transparent conversations about like wealth distribution. Um it's such a hard and fast turn. Yeah, you know Did she use the word traumatized? Yeah, she did. That sucks. And I'm like so- I mean I'm sure it was traumatizing. Yeah. But I that mean, is not well, anyways, continue. Yeah, you know, like we will truly never understand what it's like to be famous on that scale. Of course, of course. Um, at the same time, you know, as like many people in the comments were saying, it's just very hard to have sympathy for her. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like we'll see if if she does anything more than like stage photos of her reading the Communist Manifesto. Yeah. But I, I, I you know, I remain a Grimes fan. I do love her music. And I mean, ultimately, like this is all promo because she did announce that she has a new song coming out. Oh, you're kidding. No. You're kidding me. Fuck that so hard. Well, I think now the biggest thing on my mind is now that we're past Thanksgiving, it is Christmas. I mean, well, we're, I mean, technically we're in the middle of Hanukkah right now. Hag Samea to all my my Jewish girls out there. But we are fully in Christmas mode. I told you about this yesterday. I was listening to a Christmas pop playlist and the most cursed Christmas song I've ever heard came on. It's called Stretchy Pants, and oh it's by God. Carrie Underwood. And it's about wanting to wear your stretchy pants during the holidays uh, so that you can eat as much as possible. And she does say in the song that she doesn't want to wear those other britches. <laughs> A queen of rhymes. What does she rhyme britches with? I don't remember. I hope it's bitches or witches. It's not bitches. It's like... Uh, you like expect the word to be bitches, and she says britches you instead. You sent me this song, and I think that Megan Trainer should send a cease and desist because it is a Megan Trainer. Oh, song. are you a Choo Choo Trainer? <laughs> no, they're not called Choo Choo Trainers. <laughs> According to me, they are. Oh my god. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. 
your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X.com. So it was just Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving famously all about family. And I spent my Thanksgiving with my family, by which I mean with Lady Gaga. Right, um, Because course. Lady Gaga is my mother, sister, grandmother wife, daughter, father. Father, son. son. <laughs> House of Gucci. <laughs> um, that is the voice of Hunter Harris, who we have in the studio today. Writer, um, creator of amazing newsletter, Hung Up, that I read obsessively. Honestly, the only newsletter that's, like, worth the subscription. <laughs> Honestly, like, newsletters are, like, hard to, you know, everyone yes. has a newsletter these Newly days. minted writer on Gossip Girl. Yes, and thank you. And historian of... Gaga's acting career. I mean, you've been on it, on I'm, the beat. I'm happy to have gotten it on the ground level with A Star is Born, and mm-hmm. now, listen, I can watch a, a budding actor really take her throne. Have you seen the film, like, multiple times at this point, or have you only seen it once? I've only seen House of Gucci once, and that is because it's very long, it and long it just came out, like, four days ago. Did you see it in theaters, or did you get a screener? What was the situation? No, no, no. I saw it in theaters. I saw it, like, I escaped my family on Thanksgiving Day and said, I am leaving for an appointment, 
and I just went to see it by myself. <laughs> I had an appointment with the Lord. And so it was me by myself at the um, Cinemark Tulsa. And I What watched... was the vibe like there? Okay, I'm actually so glad you asked because it was pretty incredible. Um, so, like, I was the first one in the theater, which yeah. is embarrassing. I was sitting in the very back row on, like, the far right corner and um, I, like, saw people, like, filing in. It was, like, a bunch of, like, like couples, like, adults. Um, and every husband was, like, talking to each other about, like, the football game that was, I guess, on at the same time. Mm. And Disrespectful. Well, listen, they have their religion and I have mine. <laughs> um, and, like, these two husbands were like, man, I wish I was watching the game. And so their guy's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> and their wives are, like, like shushing them. Um, and it's it's actually like a Cinemark theater, not, like, like not an AMC, so I did not get to see the Nicole Kidman. Oh, like, devastating. heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Is that what it is? Some of her best work, honestly. I, listen, I, I don't believe she. I I I think that Nicole Kidman wrote, directed, um, <laughs> ran the cameras, produced, <laughs> produced that entire thing. Like Cinemark or um, AMC doesn't know that that exists. Yeah. <laughs> What's your jet? What's your like ideal setup? Do you like have snacks? Do you like have a? Do you need to have something that you need when you go to the like to see a movie? Um, it depends. My favorite movie theater in New York is the Battery Park Regal because it's in between. Listen, it's in between a Shake Shack and a bagel place, and I would love to like take my little snacks, and they wouldn't ever care if I smuggled something in. I yeah. loved the Battery Park. Theater. That was like, I mean, it was always empty. There was always. kind of a Whole Foods nearby, so I could like grab a sandwich and like walk in and see. And they never and, cared. They never cared. R.I.P. Because I guess it's doesn't exist anymore? Question mark. I'll say Father Son House of Gucci <laughs> exactly. to, her, to our fallen soldier. So is that our new punctuation for everything? Father Son House of Gucci. Like, does it apply to every situation? I say it out of context all the time. All the time. I went to Catholic school. It just, it like rolls off the tongue. Oh, really? So were you having some throwbacks from, there's like not really a ton of Catholicism, I guess, in the movie, but there's like a... It's implied. It's implied <laughs> because it's Italian. I mean, yeah. they're Italian. And they, they are, are do are in a church at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the wedding scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it doesn't... That fight outside of the church, yeah, which was and doesn't, um, iconic. Doesn't Maurizio say that he wants Gucci to be like a church of fashion? Oh, yes, like the Vatican of fashion. That's yes. right. That's yes. the moment I'm thinking Which, about. honestly, I loved that line. That was like yeah. one of my favorite lines in the movie. Um, especially, I think it contextualizes really well, like, how Gucci had, like, entered her flop era, mm-hmm. like, generally. Yeah, it was, like, an interesting point for, like, the film in general to come in. And, like, I'd be curious to know just, like, on a first impression, or even we can start from the beginning of the movie. Because I, I feel like I thoroughly enjoyed the first 30 minutes of the movie and, like, them falling in love and, like, all that stuff. And then felt a different way but like what were you feeling about it it was just like there's so much happening and like lady gaga is so perfect at like being this like flirt being like in love that stuff i thought i like found very compelling and it's like so funny like to contrast her against adam driver who as an actor but also as a character it was like so much Mm. more straight laced so much more serious he like did not seem as playful even like their meet cute at that party she's like at home, like, this disco scene, and he's, like, behind the bar for no reason, question mark? I mean, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, what um, was he doing back there? He was explained. wearing that bad wig badly. Um, <laughs> Your thoughts on the wig? Okay, I think that the wig budget on House of Gucci was lower than The Last Duel because The Last Duel had better wigs. I guess probably fewer of them, too, but... 
like, Adam Driver's wigs were not very good in House of Gucci, and I was kind of disappointed. Gaga's wigs, I mean, they were Gaga's wigs. They were, they were, <laughs> they were, they were you know Because, I mean? you know, whoever's doing the film is not doing Gaga's wigs. House of Gaga is doing makeup wigs, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think really speaks to Patrizia in this world, right? That For she sure. is, like, sort of... Um, an interloper, a new person, like fish out of water. Mm -hmm. Like she should feel sort of out of step. And it was funny to like, it kept being like a visual gag for the whole movie that she's just more, more dressed than everyone. Like other people like just wearing clothes, but Gaga is like wearing fashion in every single scene. And I, that was like sort of one of my favorite parts about her performance in this. What did you think? I, I mean, what were you prepared for going into House of Gucci? Uh, I heard it was okay. I don't think I heard anything like super pro or super con. I honestly thought I would like it more, but I did feel like it, like the, the plotting of the movie, like the script itself felt kind of bloated in a way that I thought really like undercut its momentum. So a lot of times I was like, okay, here I go, like sitting through like 10 boardroom scenes. Like I really don't care about, like, I just want to see (laughs) <laughs> I just want to see more of like Gaga and Salma Hayek talking about like no more spells like we need guns yeah, yeah. like when no Salma more Salma Hayek showed up I cackled very loudly <laughs> on the TV it was oh amazing I, I agree like I think the fir- like weirdly very much like A Star is Born which I think is a great movie up through Shallow and then kind of falls apart hmm. Um, I think House of Gucci is really great up until kind of like the sex scene, or even um, the wedding. The wedding, Wait, nice the too. Ex- Excuse me. <laughs> oh my god, the, the sex, scene. sex scene. Incredible. That was the moment where I was like, "This is going to be the best movie ever," and then it. But what? Did but you it think? had been talked up so much. Like, what was it? Um, they were on some talk show, and someone was saying, "This is the best sex scene that's been in a film in years," and it was that. <laughs> <laughs> it was really just like I like. I hadn't seen that much about the sex scene. I just, like, saw people talking about it, and I was like, it's going to be, like, wild. Not that it's going to be, like, good. It's going to be, like, crazy. Mm -hmm. And I could not in my wildest dreams have imagined that it was going to be just, like, this, like, so much grunting. I was like, Gaga, what? Um, It was very girls. I will say it was the most sex scene that I've ever witnessed in my life. Yeah, well, everyone, it was the most... Of many things. It was the most <laughs> sex scene. It was the most looks. It was the most acting. There was yeah. so much acting happened to varying degrees of success. Yes. My I like my biggest takeaway from the entire movie, which I think you can see very clearly in that sex scene too, is that it's like Adam Driver's in one movie mm-hmm. and Gaga is like just simply in three other different movies. Yeah. yeah. And they're all kind of in different movies. Jared Leto is in Jared Leto is not in a movie. He's, like, in a sketch from I Think You Should Leave. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that was, like, I was actually surprised that I didn't really mind, like, the uh, prosthetics so much with him. But he just was so, like, cartoonish. And I was yeah. like, wait, nothing this person is saying can I take seriously or even feels, like, important to any other story. And all of his punchlines were, like, ba-dum, ching. It was, like, it a was very, very, like. It was very tonally off from what everything else that was happening. I honestly felt like they could have fully cut Jared Leto and it would have been a tighter, better movie. Right, because nothing, nothing like, regarding him actually held any weight. Like, all of the yeah. Al Pacino stuff could have existed without that character intact, and it would have been just, like, as compelling of a of an arc there. And yeah, like, Al Pacino was great. Incredible. Listen, father, son, Al Pacino. <laughs> um, I will always write for my man. 
to me, like, there was this very fast transition between what was demure, I'm just an accountant gaga, I'm just like a, an innocent girl who's kind of weirdly obsessed with this guy, maybe for a money reason, to like, I have a mullet now, and I'm wearing, <laughs> I have padded shoulders, and I have a mullet, and I care a lot about these counterfeit bags. And, and to me, it was like, I mean, I, I don't say this as, as a critic, I say this as, as a faggot, Th- this movie would have done really well with a makeover montage. You know what I mean? Mm. Or something that like showed Gaga's kind of like comeuppance or her just like her moral center kind of shifting. Mm, I think she could have used orange hair. (laughs) No. No, no. No, but she has to be a brunette when she has the accent. I mean, she said that herself. It's in the contract. It did did make me think of how there was like a, a story circulating after A Star is Born where she was talking about how when the movie ended, she had to like shake off Allie. Mm-hmm. And so then the night that she wrapped, she bleached her hair blonde again. And I was like, girl, it's going to fall out. She needs <laughs> to chill. No, but the thing is like a Gaga, it's in her contract. She has to be Burnett. She has to have a gay best friend in every movie. She had a gay best friend in this movie for half a scene. Did you notice that? Oh, the guy that she went to the party with? The disco with? with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had like, she she discarded him very quickly. Discarded him. People are accessories. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, And she also has to, I I would wager, always have a scene with a bathtub. And she had two in this movie. Oh, her bathtub scene. Oh, three. She had three, right, right, right. Oh, right about the the one at the very end. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The resonant bathtub scene. I will say this. I was so like, oh my gosh, is Adam Driver going to catch on fire? Like, there were so many candles around. I was like, this is like maybe too many. And then I was like, no, that definitely they were added in post. Like, no candles like show up that well on camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, it but- does seem like the kind of movie, though, where if he had accidentally caught on fire, they would have kept it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. There were some things where it was like, it. yeah. <laughs> you feel like there were some moments where that they kept, like when Gaga's hat fell off or like, there were other little well, moments where Well, there was, was a like, lot of improvisation. Yeah. <laughs> Father, Son, House of Gucci, famously improvised. I guess, you know, she did go to the Bradley Cooper School of Acting. Right, right, right. Where things aren't written, they are felt in the moment. I will say, speaking of um, Bradley Cooper, I kept imagining him watching this movie with a little makeup wipe <laughs> in his pocket, just like going like, like just just go to the screen and no. just like wipe off the makeup. No, it's that... like the like the lipstick. I was like, Mm-mm, he is having a fit right now watching. <laughs> he was he was watching it thinking, "You're so fucking ugly." <laughs> no. <laughs> Also improvised. Did you know that? Famously, yeah. yes. That yes. movie, A Star Is Born, had no script. No script. <laughs> it had it had like vibes and grunts and like tequila. Didn't they do that yeah. for um, and bronzer? Yeah, uh, yes, and bronzer. <laughs> Wasn't that what they did for um, Blue Valentine? Sorry to invoke her name. Do you remember that Ryan Gosling, Michelle Williams movie? Do I remember that was it. almost rated NC seventeen because of the sex scene? Yes, I remember it. But that was I almost got kicked out of that movie. That was like the why? first. Wait, why? Wait, why? <laughs> because I was seeing it, and I think I was like um, fifteen, okay. and so I had like you know, it's like whatever. I buy a ticket for a different movie, and then like run in that one, and I think that like the theater had like known that like teens were sneaking in. This was like you know also peak Ryan Gosling. That was like such a formative movie for me being on Tumblr. Don't they method act in that? Didn't the director be like, okay, go into this room and have a fight? Or something like that? or Yeah, I think so. But I don't... The thing about House of Gucci, it's like the improv in this movie is just like at a different like vibration than... Because mm. it's just like 
Gaga as an actress, as Patrizia, as someone who like has this hair and like it was just yeah it because was she so... is she is the the final word on who this woman is even though this woman is a real person <laughs> yeah. when she said no one was gonna tell me who patrizia gucci is not even patrizia gucci i said amen <laughs> and i said and i said <laughs> thank so you woman. and i said thank you <laughs> it's just like it's so it's actually funny because before i came here i was like you know prepping and i was rereading um all of the stuff that actual Gucci family had said when they were shooting it. And, like, you know, there was, like, paparazzi photos of, like, how everyone looked. And the fact that the Guccis, who own none of the company, were going so hard. Like, Al Pacino looks ugly in this movie. And my great-great-uncle was not ugly. He was a <laughs> handsome Italian man. I was like, first of all, how dare you? And second of all, <laughs> what? I love yeah. that they were bullying. <laughs> bullying the cast that's of elder House abuse. of Gucci. <laughs> Cyberbullying Al Pacino. It's like... Uh. Oh my gosh! And there's like they're saying that like Jared Leto. I mean, I don't like to acknowledge Jared Leto's presence in this movie, but that he looked so ugly and that it was like an embarrassment to their family. I was like, okay, kind of go in. Also, like, you're, sorry, your family's embarrassing. Like objectively, <laughs> like girl, like this is all embarrassing. That's why they made a movie about it. Someone who works with Gucci told me that Patrizia actually never wore Gucci. She was always in Saint Laurent. So. The, the the Gucci family, I'm sure, took issue with that, too. There were a lot of choices made, yeah. made in this film. But I wish that they had made more choices about focusing on what Gaga was doing, because she was the best part. She was, like, the shining star of the movie. I know. She should have been lit, actually, in every shot. And, like, my, <laughs> yes, fa- my favorite joking. part of it were her reactions. There's one scene that's really stuck with me, and it's when she's leaving their ski chalet. Oh, yes. And he's looking out the window, and she's getting in the car, and oh, I'm going to turn <laughs> And she, she looks back up at the window, and it's just the camera oh. on her face looking at him for, like, too long. But also it, mascara stains all in yeah. her cheeks. Like, just, like, in her Erica Jane bag. <laughs> mascara. Truly, like, just, like, Gaga's faces in this are so funny, because she she had, like, the big expressive eyes, and yeah. they're just, like, looking at you so intensely. Yeah. The, the eyes of Patrizia Reggiani. <laughs> Truly, it's, like, if looks could kill and I never would have been dead, like, truly 20 minutes in. Like, that was, um, no, she is, like, very, she does have, like, a very ex- expressive face. Like, I think the movie made good use of that. In terms of, like, Gaga performances and scenes that stuck out to me, the first one that I think of is, um, well, okay, important context, actually, to talk about our movie viewing experiences. Um, I saw this, there was, like, an early release on Tuesday before Thanksgiving in West Hollywood, and so I went basically what is opening night in West Hollywood. and Oh, you hit the sleigh button. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And of course I go into this movie and it's like just all, like just a, a, a packed with like the kind of whitest, like gayest men you've ever seen in your life. And so when Nicole Kidman like sat down like to do like her thing in my AMC Stubbs Rewards, like the theater or whatever. Stubbanistas. My, me as a Stubbanista. <laughs> she goes in and one <laughs> One of the girls is like, yes, Nicole! Like, like fully heckling. Oh, no. this and you knew what you were I in know. for. I know, I was like, oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> so this was like the ambiance that I'm in. Wait, were, were people wearing Gucci? That's an important question. I didn't see any Gucci. The, the, the look in Hollywood is like, I just left the gym. Like, yeah, I'm in sweatpants. Lululemon, like... I will call that pants. disrespectful. It mm-hmm. is disrespectful. Were I, you wearing Gucci when you saw House of Gucci? 
girl. No. I was <laughs> I was wearing this like vintage sweatshirt. I wore Gucci for this record, but it's the but it, you know, it's just a little not. Anyways, there's a scene where Gaga and Adam Driver and her kid are sharing like a Christmas together mm-hmm. and their marriage is kind of falling apart. And they're exchanging gifts. And the second Gaga opens the package and she pulls out this thing and she says, A Bloomingdale's gift card? The entire theater. <gasps> just like a, a chorus of like gay gasps. Just he might like, as well have slapped her in the face. In the face. Honestly, mm, he should wake up and apologize. It was one of the most emotionally devastating things I had ever seen. And it's because of how Gaga carried that moment. But also because I was in a crowd of people that felt the exact same thing I did. I honestly like, would oh, love no. a Bloomingdale's gift card as a gift. Is mm-hmm. House of Gucci a Christmas movie now canonically? Absolutely. Are we like putting it in the same category as The Holiday and Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas? <laughs> I will, yeah, I'll call it a Christmas movie. Will you be watching it again? Do you have a, a desire? Hmm. Yes, because, and this is how I feel about the movie, it's like, for how much of it I really just kind of, like, sat through, the parts that hit, hit so, like, precisely and pristinely, like the Bloomingdale scene. Mm. Um, What other scenes? Like the scene, um, like, I mean, like the sex scene, like the bathtub scene. I mean, this is, like, random, but I was obsessed with the Anna Wintour, Andre Leon Talley scene. It is so, it is like actually pure comedy. Like, like all the Tom Ford stuff too was just so like crazy. I was like, "Mm, what am I witnessing right now? Other than like actually like an SNL sketch. Um, Well, that's what the trailer felt like. I, for like the whole lead up to this movie, did not think it was a real movie. I thought it was an SNL digital short just based (laughs) on the trailer. Um, And I can't believe it actually exists. No, watching it, I was like, I cannot believe it. Like, this is the accent that we're really getting for an entire movie. And like, you know, an everyone, entire movie. Yeah, and everyone talks shit about Gaga's accent. And really, it was Adam whose accent was bad. <laughs> every, <laughs> every accent was Everyone crazy, being though. all of us in this room. <laughs> <laughs> when the sun goes down... Opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X.com. Could anyone else have played this role? I really don't think so. Mm. A canonically Italian woman. What act? What canonically Italian actresses well, do we I have? Well, I mean, the script had gone around for what, like, Ten years or something. So like a lot of a lot of actresses. Yes, a lot of actresses like came in and out. Actually, should I look it up? Yeah, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Who passed? So Angelina Jolie and Leonardo DiCaprio were rumored to play Patrizia and Maurizio. That's crazy. It was going to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith (laughs) as a period piece. (laughs) What? Would that have been a better movie? I think that movie would have been so much more about like like the actual palace intrigue of like. Who's going to take over Gucci? Like, much mm-hmm. more... I mean, this is, like, not to make this com- comparison, but, like, a succession-y kind of look at, like, a volley for power. And I actually like that, like, the Gaga version of this movie was not so much about the vol- about the volley for power. That it was more about, like, you know, this woman really coming in and shaking up this family. <laughs> um, and I think that, like, that was... I think you kind of saw... At least I felt like I saw, like like the remnants of like a different kind of movie in this one where it's like oh my gosh here we go like talking about business again mm-hmm. math again I <laughs> <laughs> although I will say that um oh my gosh who's um Jack Huston I really liked him in this as just play? um like the advisor like the second in command oh. to Maurizio who eventually became the CEO yes I mean I just CEO. like <laughs> the traitor 
he really did girl boss his way. Yeah. yeah. Top. Oh, this it. this movie was the Gaslight Gatekeep girl boss <laughs> from the so film. many different. I do players. think like. Um, Patrizia was like a girl boss ahead of her time. Like, yeah. was girl bossing girl boss too close to the sun? <laughs> <laughs> to, to the S O N, like to the yeah, sun. Yeah. <laughs> where Where did you like notice that? Like, what what moments were you clocking the girl bossiness? Well, in the first scene when she is like, they shouldn't be like selling fakes, and then another mm. scene when she sweet tea. <laughs> sweet tea. <laughs> Our name. <laughs> um. And there's one other scene when she is like, oh, when she's fussing with Adam Driver, like in the um, when he when he tells her like, I don't want you involved, like I don't want you giving me advice anymore. Like right. Gucci is like mine. I'm running the company. You're not like the CEO of this business. And she was like kind of despondent. I mean, that I did feel like she actually wanted to just like be a businesswoman and yeah. also just like kick him out specifically because she was so upset. It is like a a very like weird cautionary tale about how about like. Um, inspiring a man too much, yeah. um, you know, like Actually, men she really should be. Him up. She, she did, him Gucci. and she like gave him a taste of power, and then he realized he li- he liked it after um, refuting it for so long and like wrestling with those car mechanics or whatever. Yeah, and right. I do see what you mean. Like, if the movie had been maybe more focused on Adam Dri- on Adam Driver, um, like it would have been maybe a little bit more about that because you see like. The glimmerings of that about how, you know, like around the Anna Wintour scene when yeah. he's like buying all this shit and, you know, really like taking control of Gucci. Like there's kind of a different movie than the one that Gaga's in. Mm. Um, and I think like the disconnect is that those two are like almost too at odds. Yeah. Even like the Tom Ford stuff where you're seeing like this classic brand be revived like you're seeing adam driver's plan for gucci like working that stuff was interesting but it kind of did feel like it detracted from just like the drama of like this crazy marriage in which like they are like trying to fight over what's ultimately like his job yeah like i didn't need the stuff with the loafer you know the (laughs) loafer with the gold leaf in the toe and like as 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 uh as emotional as al pacino crying was that was really good that when, was a great when was he good. covered his face oh. <laughs> i thought immediately Been meme there. also <laughs> also like tragic oh yeah when is, when is that gonna find its way onto your twitter or into your newsletter i mean as soon as possible I'll honestly here we go i oh, that was I, such a moment yeah it really was it's very like and you're kind of a Pacino scholar. I listen. I he said I pretend I do not see it. Like whatever is happening in this room, I I don't want to be a part of it. Um, I would be pissed if Adam Driver came in with that wig and was like trying to get me out of my own family with business. That wig. Also, like I don't believe. I guess. I mean, this is probably it. Probably really happened, but it seemed weird to me that at that point when Adam Driver was like buying, you know, like Lamborghinis and stuff, why was he riding a bike? Well, I guess it because like it wasn't that long of a journey, but I do want Italian. <laughs> I do want to go back to the the scene in the boardroom because yeah, that yeah, was yeah. one of my favorite scenes. Crazily, even though I did not like all the business stuff, um, when Adam Driver just like has been in like the next room this whole time, <laughs> like his family is like being ripped apart, like dragged within an inch yeah. of their life. And he just like pops his head in, like hey. trio. Yep, been in the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's it was very. Hey guys. <laughs> it's very um Alyssa Edwards behind the two-way mirror in Drag Race uh-huh. All-Stars 2. Um I, I feel like, yeah, that I, I How y'all doing? <laughs> like cowardice. Cowardice. Yeah. yeah. Those were the moments where I was like, 
I, I, I was like, give me the, give me the, sh- like the mumblecore. Give me like, say, give me something from your character as like a kind of a, I guess a weasel. Like that was the thing to me is like from Adam Driver specifically, I didn't really know how I was supposed to feel about his character mm, yes. at a, at many different moments. And at the beginning I was like, oh, this is a, a, like, I thought they were trying to do the Gaga is the smart business one. And she is an accountant at, at you know, with her, the moving company. And like, that's why she's so good at this and all the different stuff. And he like, is this privileged kid who has no idea what he's doing. And then they kind of discarded that immediately. I think, Honestly, there were a lot of the things that I didn't like about the movie. I was like, I wondered if it was because they were trying too hard to stick to the true story, which wouldn't make sense because they threw I mean, away we, so much of the true story. We saw Jared Leto. They did not care about the true story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah, they could have taken some there. more and, artistic liberties. Yeah, and they like wedged him in probably because of like his Gucci ambassadorship, I feel like, right? Yeah, and he was just in an entirely different movie than the rest of them. He was in that Marvel movie that he's going to be in. Yeah. <laughs> where he's the vampire superhero. I know you don't like to acknowledge his presence, but what were the things about, like, his performance that you did not like? Um, I don't know. I, I found it, like, just so cartoonish and clownish when it's, like, Gaga and also Adam Driver and also Al Pacino and everyone else. In the movie. Like, no one was, like, silly. Like, he was yeah. just so silly mm-hmm. that I was, like, it's actually hard to, like, square. Like, that was, like, the most tonally incoherent part of the movie yeah, to me. Yeah, he was like, Stregonona. <laughs> yeah. But like he injected into his veins, right? Like <laughs> yeah. like it was just so like, oh, now we have like 45 minutes of like fucking comic relief mm. that no one really needs. When it's like the actual material itself is like funny and strange and odd enough that I don't need like these like kind of silly punchlines every like to end every scene to like drive home that like this is ultimately all kind of like fashion and silly and funny and all the- it just felt like really like nailing like banging me over the head with like this intense sort of like not symbolism but just like metaphor i don't know i just was on that that part of it for me was like it when it became a movie that was trying to be a film and i do think those are like two very different things Mm -hmm. um when jared leto's like character has like basically no function other than comedic relief i think it's kind of like i love that you said like no one was silly except for him because i totally agree because gaga brought camp sure but like that doesn't make it silly yeah like, she's very completely. intentional no it was, she, she was she very brought. grounded in exactly. her in her insanity yeah right. and he was just like on a whole other like i mean okay the anna wintour was also very silly yes but that, that was, was like a flash of just like you know true comedy I'll yeah. say it um, but that's not goofy though that's like yeah. not goofy in the same way yeah, and I found not. everything and it was I think I now that I'm thinking about it more it's like it was that it just like hit the same one note of goofiness in a way that I just was like kind of off put by if that makes any sense and it's like he was always like just cartoonishly tragic that mm. I was like you know I've had enough of th- I've had my fill of this actually um, and would love to just move on to I don't, like the ski chalet stuff. Oh, yeah. excuse me. Moment of silence for Gaga saying, oh, you can escort her out. Oh, I so. When she kicked that woman, she evicted her. She evicted she, her on She evicted on her and her prosthetic nose. She said, cut the cameras, <laughs> dead ass. Was that a prosthetic? Yeah, because that, that, uh, that actress, that was not, that's oh. not what she looks like. Okay. Um, that was a bold choice. Yeah, Signora Franchi. <laughs> yeah. Giving, giving her the hug and then... Get her out of here. I will say, like, that was 
a moment of betrayal that I haven't seen since, like, The Godfather. It was. Like, she kissed her and said, get the fuck out. Yeah. Not even to her face, which is, like, <laughs> somehow the worst, rudest part of it, that you tell someone else to make me leave. Yeah, just yeah, feet away from even, them. Truly, can't even tell me yourself. Like, I'm right here. <laughs> just <laughs> say it to me. And she did just kind of accept it. <laughs> ah. She knew, though. She knew her time was up. Her entrance into the film, I mean, I'm... It was a little jarring. Yeah, okay, thank you. I thought maybe it was a me thing, because I'm really bad at retaining crucial information in films. Um, but I, when she, like, skied down and they started talking, I was like, who is, who is this supposed to be? I was like, why is she important? Why, why is so much building up to, like, Adam Driver and her cheating or what? Like, I just didn't see that coming, I guess. And there were moments like that where I was like... Why are, why is the screenwriter, like, really just, you know, betting that you're gonna know the original story in moments like that, but then over-explain, like, you know, things like Gaga forging the signature or whatever? Right, because that's what I found out, like, seeing this movie with my mom and then talking about it at Thanksgiving is, like, people who were culturally aware during the time that this happened don't really remember it. I was going to ask both of you how much if you how much you knew going into it and like of the murder of the story and like if you had like I don't know read a primer or something. No, nothing. The only thing I knew was that Patrizia now like walks the streets of Milan with a parrot on her shoulder. That was literally <laughs> yeah. That's what, what she does. Yeah, she's she's been released from prison <laughs> and she lives in Italy and is like known for walking around with a parrot on her shoulder. There are many photos of it. Not there. in Gucci, in St. Laurent, probably. That is oh. wild. Yeah, and she gets, like, a crazy amount of alimony. Still. Oh, I sure. did read that yeah. just today. Yes. It's, like, like almost $2 million, I think, mm-hmm. a year. And also, like, back pay from whenever she's in prison, right? Yeah. Like, and she didn't receive those payments. Um, also, that's a lot of parrots. And I will say, we love divorce. Thank God yeah. for... Mm-hmm. A not airtight prenup. Um, I also went into a cult. Did you watch stuff ahead of time? Or did you no, read ahead of no. time? No, Because also, like, I really had no idea about this before this movie was announced. And I kind of wanted to go in that way. Just because, like, you know, whatever Gaga says happened is what I believe happened. Absolutely. She's so. rewriting history. <laughs> no, she's writing history <laughs> yeah. for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> she is. She fully is. Yeah, I thought to me, like, moments like the bathtub scene, or actually, honestly, another reason why Jared Leto was never needed is that, like, the natural comedy of, like, their meet-cutes and, like, them getting to know each other and, like, the little, I mean, they loved, like, a sharp cut after, like, a jokey moment, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of that happening in the first 30 minutes. That, to me, was, like, I would have watched that, I would have watched two hours and 38 minutes of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe not as, you know, profound as, like, a financial thriller or whatever. And that I, was the movie. I and I also watch. wanted more towards the end of her, like, post-murder, because it felt very weird that it was, like, he gets killed, she's in the bath having that, like, kind of, like, sorrowful yet almost, like, orgasmic moment, and then it's, like, two years later and she's in court. Like, yeah. I want to see more of that. Like, that was the interesting part to me. Um, so it was kind of, like upsetting that we didn't get more of it yeah i in a similar vein i think i wanted to see more of like her dealing with the fallout from like him not being married to her anymore Mm. like i think we only got maybe a couple beats of her just like being enraged that like they were no longer together because she did i think gaga came to this conclusion and i think you kind of get it from the movie too that like she did actually love him like 
she loved yeah. him, but she was also jealous of him, but she also presented him, and she also, you know, thought that he was, like, an idiot and, like, mismanaged the business, all these things. But I would have really loved to see a couple more scenes of her, like, being a single mom and, like, being just pissed about it. Yeah. Because yeah, it escalates so quickly. Like, all of a sudden, she's leaving him these wild voicemails and casting spells against him. And then the, right, exactly. And like, wait, where, exactly. Do the stakes, where do those stakes come from? And then yeah. she's, like, getting divorce papers. She's, like, getting divorce papers at a soccer game, it looks like, and then is, like, leaving all these angry voicemails. And I was like, hmm interesting um heightening there but i did read just today that um in real life Maurizio like went off to a business he like had a business trip and then just like didn't ever come back and oh i was my like God. now that is tea actually <laughs> yeah. that, that's that absolutely is how, how i would break up with someone a marriage <laughs> um but that is how i will end my marriage <laughs> one day maybe my second marriage okay yeah. wait speaking of divorce though what song off of subject. 30 was she listening to oh my god what's her song mm, um it, if it if it's not i drink wine it it could have been um to be loved maybe or maybe it was one of the angrier songs i'm what do you, what song do you think it is i would say can i get it can I get it? She said, can I get it? A little bit of murder. Can I get it? Maybe woman like me. <laughs> she she wired those. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Bold. She yeah. wired 300,000 euros to that hitman and she put, dropped the needle on can I get it? No, she didn't wire it. She brought it in cash. Duffel bag. A that, duffel bag. That scene was one of the highlights of the movie to me. And like, <laughs> I think her face in that scene is like so memeable oh my God. Um, of her that, like, I mean, sitting at the table. Yes. That scene could have been its own movie, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, like, the little ways, like, the little just, like, um, misunderstandings between these assassins and these two women who were like, I'm actually trying to pay you and you're, like, not letting me. And Selma Hayek with the, like, hot topic red hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like, this is not the number that we agreed upon, actually. You cannot upcharge me right now. Selma was incredible. Underused. Underutilized. Completely. That's why I was like, if we took the it's stuff a, out, we could have had Two movies Selma. now. Oh, it's mm. Eternals and House of Gucci where I wanted more Selma. Hunter, you disagree. Listen. You put Selma Hayek in a mud bath, <laughs> and that is money well spent. It really that was is. incredible. That was so luxurious. It I was, was like, finally, so a little bit of like actual, like true weirdo luxury in this movie. Yeah. And they're talking about spells. Yeah, and also like this was like I really... wanted to see one of the spells though. I could have. I could have done for a spell. Maybe yeah. that was one of the cutscenes. I could have done for a spell, but, but it's also it. funny that it's like the Gucci's are like very Catholic and like they're very Italian, and yet she said, you know. Toil, toil, boil, and said, Elekanamenamenatenamenamen. Yeah, I feel like when I, I feel like, I mean, oh, I forgot to, I forgot to say, um, after Angelina Jolie uh, didn't work out for Patrizia, they then reached out to Penelope Cruz, and then they talked to Margot Robbie. What? There is a version of this movie where where Margot Robbie plays Patrizia. Are you a Robinista? I am. <laughs> I hmm not over Gaga. No, no, I I am, but that would have been such a different movie. Like yeah. I yeah. think it would have been 
almost sadder in a way. I mean, yeah. I, I, at the top of my mind right now is Margot Robbie and I, Tanya, which yeah. I find like a very tragic performance. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't know that I really want Patrizia to be like sad in this. Like I kind of like that Gaga leaned so much into like the rage of this mm-hmm. woman yeah. who, again, girl boss too close to the sun. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, because you have to understand why she is led to having him – Literally murdered. Right. She said, actually, it's not enough that you, like, if you are not with me, then you're not with anyone. And And you can tell that. This is a bad romance. (laughs) You can tell that, you know, Gaga did at least Google Patrizia. Because if you Google image search her, every single photo is, like, huge eyes filled with rage. She just looks (laughs) rageful in every single image. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but... 
feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. You know what was another scene that this was like a very jarring moment for me? The scene where they go on the boat and she folds her coat up to put it on the floor. It was like to, I guess, like give him head. Oh, yeah. Was, that was very specific. It I, was so yeah. weird, but I, beautiful. Okay, I was going to say, it was giving me, like, so um, Bridget Jones' diary. You know the one scene when, like, um, Hugh Grant, like, tips over in the boat? It really reminded Uh me of that. But then I also kind of feel like Ridley Scott has, like, a stocking fetish, like a little bit of a foot fetish. Ooh, um, oh, Tarantino vibes. <laughs> no, oh, no, I think I think it's like fun and funny. <laughs> okay. Um, there was this one interview he did with Kyle Buchanan for Vulture like four years ago, I think, like about all the money in the world where he says like he instructed Michelle Williams in one scene to like flirt with, I guess it was what, Mark Wahlberg in that movie? Mm. To like walk, the, the line is like, oh, walk across the room and like stocking feet. And I thought that was so funny and like, like, goofy um but there's like another scene in the last duel where like someone like a character's like wearing like like a woman's wearing stockings and it's like is it flirtatious or is it like kind of like you know whatever um but i that scene was like reminding me of that it's like such a weird the emphasis is like so on her legs on her lap on her like pantyhose that i was like i guess really scott just like really thinks this is like i don't know how women like flirt like with their (laughs) little like bare feet but like not really i I, don't know i actually liked this scene but the moment where she drops the tickets to new york in the car and gives him roadhead that was like so like that was that was like i was like oh my god what is going on i had just watched that episode of curb like all about this and i was like cracking up um speaking of like comparisons we also know that you are a moonstruck scholar of which we are also or just a moonstruck aficionado i yes i will accept that title i i did see quite a few moonstruck um parallels in this movie starting with both of them I mean, their first scenes are them at a typewriter being a bookkeeper or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then also being catcalled by, like, a construction worker is, like, a very, like, that both hap- they both happen in Moonstruck. But, like, in, in terms of, like, these movies as a side-by-side, like, I do feel like Gaga's, like, in a lineage of people like Cher that are doing the pop star to, like, prestige actress. I pipeline. Guess they, pipeline, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I would agree. And I also think that, like, you know, the thing... I think the the thing that's in common between them, like not only that the transition from like like singing to acting, but it is that like Gaga's taste for an actor are like pretty eccentric. I feel like like yeah. she's not doing the um, what's a good example of this? Like it's not like she's not playing a version of herself really. Like yeah. I think the Ali character in A Star Is Born is like pretty unlike Gaga in a lot of ways. Like as a pop star, I mean I'm not a little monster, so correct me if I'm wrong. But they don't make like the same type of music. Um, I agree with and you, I think actually. in this, it is like a a role that doesn't like 
doesn't rest on her like actual like singing. Like she doesn't sing in this movie. It's not like it's something she's like not resting on her laurels, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. And and Cher is like the exact same way as an mm-hmm. actress who like really um who, like wants to act, like doesn't yeah. want to just like play a version of Cher in a movie. How I, do you think this stacks up to Camila Cabello in Cinderella? <laughs> do not. Do not invoke. Jeff Bezos got what he paid for. <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> that movie is crazy. Oh I know. I, 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 I did not I watch. I did not, did not watch. How, how far did you make it through? Oh, I watched the whole thing. You watched the whole thing. I watched thing. the whole thing. Yes. Wow. I, me and like four moms in Florida. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, Florida. Home. And Sean Mendez. Pro- oh, not even, actually. Do you think Sean Mendez saw House of Gucci? I can't say. Has he listened to 30? Like post, for post sure. breakup? For sure. It came just but at the right time. Wasn't it? I feel like I read on E or something like he initiated the breakup. I think if you initiate the breakup, you don't need to listen to Thirty. Mm. Sometimes did, when did you're the Camilla end- listen to Thirty, or does Camilla only listen to her own music? I think she listens to her own music. <laughs> Sometimes when you're the breaker upper, it can be really hard. But I don't think it was hard for sure. Yeah, I don't think that was like. <laughs> but I, um, they're still friends, unlike Maurizio and Patrizia. But maybe, oh my god, maybe well, one of them is dead. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe Camilla will have Sean killed. <laughs> no, stop it. Oh, who's her like Salma Hayek in this? In this, like, well, maybe she had Billy. Who's like, you know, who's, like a, who's a magical grifter in in pop Billy Porter? <laughs> okay, I yeah. will say okay. One to speak one good thing about Jeff Bezos Cinderella. <laughs> Billy Porter's line reading of "You want to go to that ball?" One of my favorite things this year. I'll say it. He was. I, I would have. I'm sure I would enjoy his parts of the movie. I feel that one scene. Oh, and um, Mini Driver was in that movie. Uh, Mini Driver. Queen. Mini Driver always comes to serve. Ugh. She in Phantom of the Opera, which is I mean my favorite musical other... and a terrible movie that I love <laughs> watching. She is the only person who understands what movie she's in, much like Lady Gaga in House of Gucci. Yeah. Oh, that is like evolved. I love what you said about how Cher inhabits a character because something that between watching Gaga and Gucci and Cher and Moonstruck is like it you can never not see share you can never not see gaga Mm -hmm. like your brain is like that's gaga like you know but it still is a fully realized character that Mm -hmm. is distinctly not gaga and distinctly not share yeah and somehow that star power is what makes some of the movie that to me is the big difference between this and a star is born because okay yes a star is born as a little monster i can say like ali is very different from gaga Mm -hmm. because like ali kind of in a way, falls into this career mm-hmm. where Gaga, like, the thing that has, I mean, the thing that has made her is, like, she wants it so badly. From the womb. Um, and she performs so much. Yes. And Ali was, like, not a performer in the same way in her yeah. personal life, whereas, like, Patrizia, like, performed being a Gucci. Yeah. yeah. But um, in, in A Star is Born, you never forget that it's Lady Gaga, um, and she doesn't disappear into the role the way that I think she does to, to like, uh, some effect in House of Gucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I do believe she's playing a a fully realized character, maybe not a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, do, I don't feel like it's just Lady Gaga in a wig. No, absolutely not. But I do think that, like, this meta text of, like, I'm watching Lady Gaga, like, run around Italy and, like, tell these men what they are doing wrong is, like, kind of incredible. Yeah, and, like, it's really part of adds, the fun yes, of the movie. It really, but fun that it's not, like, the goofy, silly Jared Leto stuff. Yeah, I exactly. 
Exactly. I also have to say, it feels like maybe missed opportunity for Gaga's dad to not have some like ad placements for Joanne's Trattoria. Oh, <laughs> I God. feel like have that have really... either of you eaten there? Because no, I have. Wait, what was your experience? It's disgusting. <gasps> it's some of the worst Italian food I've ever eaten. <laughs> the meatballs are definitely like rats. No, um, was it huge portions? It feels like a huge portions. Place. No, not really, and oh, it's wow. very overpriced. Oh wow. Um, were, were, were there a bunch of like? Like faggots there. Like, yeah, my friend Ryan was there. Oh, no, I mean like other other patrons. I'm sure. All were the there wait- no all the waiters was were it like empty? you know all the waiters were coming off of their like fourth audition of the day. Did Gaga <laughs> very... come out of the kitchen as Patrizia? Yeah, she saying, said, "Mamma mia, I have a meatball for you." Wait, this reminds me, Rose. Did you really go to Olive Garden after you saw? I did. I went directly no, to you Olive. Did. Oh yeah, I did. Um, what? it was like. It was like 9.30 p.m. in Boca Raton, Florida. Wow. And Olive Garden was closing at 10. And I called them as we were leaving the theater to see if they would still seat us. And they did. That is powerful. What did you have? I had chicken parmesan. Mm, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you. <laughs> Salad and breadsticks, obviously. <laughs> and it was uh, bellissima. It, was, <laughs> it, it hit so, so well. And it felt like... Um, the same the same level of like authenticness yes, as the yes. movie. Oh yes, yes. Like House of Gucci is the Olive Garden of films, and that is powerful. Have you been to Olive Garden? Oh my god! <laughs> You're like, have I been to Olive Garden? Why do you think she <laughs> asked me about it? You're have I been to Olive Garden? Are you a stan? I live there. Do, listen. You were born oh, there. You will die I there. I will. Di- I will Look, be. Your wedding will call will be a there. hit on me. I'm trying to go to Olive Garden for New Year's Eve. Like, yeah. Oh my God! That's, Invite it, me. It costs like four hundred dollars, but unlimited everything all night. Rent it out. Four hundred dollars is nothing. I'll Venmo you. Truly, it's like embarrassing. I have checked the website <laughs> once a month, like the past six months. Like every once a month, I get on and I'm like, "Can I get tickets yet?" Nope. Okay. It's either that or like Usher in Vegas, and I'm not sure I can like do that. It, oh, it's like gonna be Usher in Vegas. I was also considering a Vegas moment for for New Year's, but I was gonna go to Katy Perry. <gasps> you Play? know I'm a Katy Cat too. Uh, yes, you know I'm Katie a Katy Cat. Cat. We are Katy Cats. I love this about about you. Could <laughs> Katy have done what Gaga did in House of Gucci? <laughs> I know the answer. Okay. I'm going to say no because okay. Although she is, she does act in the Thinking of You video. Sure, yes. If you want to call that acting, yes. <laughs> I will say this. I think that like Gaga is an actor. Like she knows how to perform. Mm, absolutely. And she improvs and it works. And it's like something like Father's Son House of Gucci. That it's like, oh my gosh, like that's so perfect for this character, for this moment, all of this stuff. Yes. Katy Perry, however, is like just out of her mind. Yeah. Like, I don't know. She did this interview with the Wall Street Journal, like, last week, where she was like, I watched Succession to, like, get business advice. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, right. Okay. Katie Perry is just, like, crazy. Like She's kooky. I love her. She's an American Idol judge. She would would take a script and just be like, these are, like, guidelines. Like, I don't actually, like, need to do this. (laughs) And, like, that, and we watched, like, a completely incoherent film like yeah it would have been just she cannot like play a character i think except for katie perry and that is the only character she should play what's your favorite katie perry song um okay this is a deep cut oh. um there's a chain to the rhythm remix <gasps> with yachty 
that like I've been listening to a lot lately. Okay, I, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's like honestly a very good song. It is um, such a good song. It's a great song, but I think Witness would have been so much better if like Deja Vu or Roulette had been the lead single. Oh, I, yes. I just wish the album had actually been more like Chained to the Rhythm. It's a very good age. album and people sleep on it. I need to give it a close listen. But Katy Perry has big flop energy, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I say this as a Katy cat. I want better for her. You know, I mean, it's like her last, like the pre-Daisy, uh, she released like four singles, all different artwork, no promotion. Never Really Over yeah. is one that, of the best songs she's ever made. And it's just like, she doesn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. no. that's my favorite thing about Katy Perry is that she has, oh, that um, LA Times interview from I think two years ago. She like says essentially, do I need a number like another like number one album? Oh yeah, I know. What you're no, talking about. I've rung that bell, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, I've done all of bells. it. It is true. And it's like the Teenage Dream has like the most number one singles of any album next to Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yes, but the implication that Katy Perry has like can make number ones, but now wants to like choose to flop. Yeah. Is brave, powerful, radical, love it, can't get enough. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, that is I the did... girl bossing, the girl flopping. <laughs> but I will You girl to boss it. so hard, you just like start actively <laughs> flopping and like yeah. loving it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that Katy Perry has entered this space. We should maybe do a Katy episode at some point. Um, what is your go-to order at Olive Garden? Uh, the chicken parmesan. The chicken parmesan. I will call it chicken parmesan. I chicken parmesan. love that you were considering Olive Garden for New Year's Eve because Rose and I, I mean, this is very New York versus L.A., but we were really wanting to do the Margaritaville for New Year's Eve. We go, So we go usually go to the movies at Universal City Walk, and right next to the theater, there is a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. It's a very cursed area. Wait, and is this that place that has, like, it's like its own, like, little village? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I think I saw Dune there. Yeah. That's also where we saw Dune that Fran slept through. Fell asleep immediately. Um, okay, wait. I'm glad that our conversations come around to Dune because yes, I did please. think as I was walking into House of Gucci, I would love an IMAX House of Gucci. Like uh, We accidentally saw um, Dune, Dune in 3D. <laughs> wait, imagine House of Gucci in 3D. <laughs> <It was> a- <laughs> yeah, I would like, no, I would like House of Gucci in 4DX, <laughs> like where the seats shake and they yes. spray you. During with, the like, sex scene? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Well, the, the seats would definitely shake during the sex scene. That's for fucking sure. When he was taking her to Pound Town. Um, what do you What do you see next for Gaga, filmically? Hmm. Aside from um, entering the MCU, yeah, which is inevitable. I really wish that she was going to be Ursula in The Little Mermaid as she had been rumored to. Completely disagree. I think that's a very, I think like a Disney live action adaptation, while they are the least of God's worries right now, (laughs) um, I will say that I think that she could really succeed in something like that. Although I'm trying to think which one they have done. Who would she be? Not Ursula. I think she would be amazing in Disney, but not Ursula. Is Ursula like Melissa... McCarthy? Yeah, it is. Okay, so what else do we have? So we've already done Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid... Um, Aladdin. Okay, I don't consider Beauty and the Beast done. That would be... I do not acknowledge that. Okay. I'm a Beauty and the Beast truther. I love that movie. It's so, like the obviously animated okay. version. Um, if they We've done to- Maleficent. Um, well, has there been... Maleficent doesn't count. It was a spinoff. Has there been a good Disney live action remake? Because I don't know. I'm actually going to I think it. Cinderella is actually very good. It was. It was. Kate served. Because it was the first of them. And so there wasn't this like expectation mm. for it. Mm. Um, I do think Gaga needs to play a villain. Oh, yes. Oh, maybe the, the evil queen in a Snow White. 
Oh, they did Aladdin and Dumbo. I forgot about um, Aladdin. Okay. Wh- Aladdin was... That was really bad. Rotted. I did actually enjoy parts of it, I'm ashamed to say. But it was it was pretty bad. Oh, they what did the Jungle Book. I forgot about that. About... Oh my gosh, imagine if she did Cruella. Well, I mean, we just got it with Emma No, Stone, I know. But I'm but just saying, like, yeah, if, if she great. had done it. Maybe um, in Cruella 2, Cruella Reloaded, Gaga <laughs> will be, like... Her mom. Her, like, tethered Cruella. Yeah, her mom, because her mom dies in the first one. And maybe the but thing maybe she is comes she, back didn't, to life. she didn't die. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing Gaga is going to do, it's come back to life. And she will come on set in an egg. You know what I mean? That's true. It, it has to be Cruella's mom. I Wait, mean, that's the only thing that I will really we, accept at this point. They're developing a Pinocchio live action right now. Oh, is she going to be Geppetto? Well, <laughs> Italian, Italian legend? Well, you we already know she does great drag. And Italian. And All the, the nose. It'll give her another chance to do the nose to profile. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're so fucking ugly. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so triggering. <laughs> um, I am kind of sad that, I mean, I guess, like, Adam Driver in this movie, like, really resented his dad. But the fact that he didn't get a chance to say, like, you could be my fucking dad if you fucking tried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like, sell his peanut farm or whatever. <laughs> it was a pecan farm um, <laughs> okay. in Arizona. Different. Um, <laughs> but, Different but thank you. Um, I, I can't. Like, we need, like, one more Gaga movie where she, like, just really, like, attacks someone's father yeah. for her, to, like, to make it, like, a trend. Like, yeah. Lady Gaga does not recognize fathers and that's powerful and amazing yeah well maybe she's like working out some tension with her own father who is uh, the restaurateur who a restaurateur and absolute trump supporter oh my god wait really yeah see i was a little monster so i don't know these like when she said that she was looking for clues in dc during the inauguration (laughs) she was she was she was wait, looking she wait, was looking for she was looking for her dad. That's what she was doing. Hunter, you were I following this we, closely. We have to talk thank you. We have to talk about Lady Gaga investigating the insurrection. When, because when, she said I do not consider myself to be a perfectly ethical person, but I am fair. And I will find the people who she's like, the She put her Barbara Walters wig on and she said, I am a woman on the ground. I am looking for the story. I'm gonna get it. She says, I am fair. Live from fucking America. I'm In fair. her bulletproof dress. <laughs> she's like, I've seen three seasons of Scandal and I know what I'm doing here. Okay. That was like Yo, what did such you think? an iconic I'll you know, listen. I'll say it. That quote was better than House of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gaga saying "Yes, I must say the insurrection" <laughs> was better than any movie could ever be. What do you think Patrizia's favorite song on the Star Is Born soundtrack would be? <laughs> Why did you do this to me? <laughs> 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 because she feels it. Why she did does. why did he do this to her? That is I, I I don't know if like the stakes of Patrizia's emotional devastation were felt by me at the end. However, it was definitely the that's how I felt leaving the theater still. Like it was the to me when I left the theater, the resonant thing was like she really even though she's obviously crazy and an anti-hero, like I felt that how how sad was she, she was. an anti-hero or was she a villain? I think Ooh. I think structurally she I think she was an antihero personally because I think that they wouldn't have painted such a favorable portrait of her falling in love with Adam to me if they didn't want you to root for her at least a little bit and I also feel like when 
even though, um, I don't know. I feel like even though like there wasn't like there were part components of it that fell apart that I think were a fault of the script and not necessarily a fault of like Gaga. I still felt like it started and ended with a woman in love. And to me, it was not even though it's her love is corrupted by money and greed and power, which she obviously wanted too. it still was about love. And another Gaga film that ends with her with her man dead. Yeah. <gasps> Well, Jackson Maine lives forever in our hearts, so let's start there. Rest in um, power, Jackson Maine. <laughs> we can at least determine that in whatever the Gaga's third movie is, her she's going to get in a fight with the dad, her husband's going to die, she's going to be in a bathtub, and she's going to have a gay best friend. Yes, and I'm putting it out into the universe, Hunter Harris is going to write that movie. Uh, <laughs> I will open Final Draft at this table. Like, please yeah. do not test me. We will be back next week for a really important episode discussing Sex in the City. Absolutely. Um, we will be invoking Samantha Jones, who allegedly is not dead in the new series. But, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that next week. In the meantime, if you have a piece of pop culture that you love so much that you have to force all of your friends to experience it right along with you, you can call us to leave us a message and tell us about it at 323-PENANCE. That's 323-736-2623. You can tweet us, post something on your Instagram story. Just tell us what you think about the episode. Oh my God, Fran, your nipple's peeking out. Oh, I'm see your sorry. Areola. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, if this was on Instagram, it would be yes. taken down immediately. Um, you can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, we love reading them. They're love, really good reviews they, on there They right are now. really sweet. I, I, I love them. I am your co-host, Rose Domu. And I am Fran Dorado. You can find me at Fran Squishco on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Rose Domu on Instagram and Twitter as well. Like a Virgin is an iHeartRadio production. Our producer is Phoebe Unter with support from Lindsay Hoffman, Julian Weller, Jess Cranchich, and Nikki Etor. Until next week, see you later, virgins. Mwah. Father, son, House of Gucci. Uh, don't murder anyone, please. Unless they served it. No, don't murder anyone. <laughs> Bye. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Happy Pride. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. 
I'm here to tell you about Lambda Legal. For more than 50 years, Lambda Legal has been in court protecting the civil rights of LGBTQ plus people and everyone living with HIV. And the good news is you can help. Support Lambda Legal's work by donating this Pride Month. Throughout June, all donations up to $100,000 will be matched. To donate, go to lambdalegal.org. That's L-A-M-B-D-A legal.org. Help Lambda Legal remain unstoppable. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. 